if you're listening to this, I know you're probably wanting to scale your mortgage business. When we did the pre-launch for this show, we started to share with the mortgage community what we were trying to do, and we had people reach out to us and say, hey, I want to be on the $100 million journey. So we listened, and we created a series of workshops called the Mortgage Blueprint. We have a blueprint at $25 million, $50, and $100 million. If you're listening to this, you're probably aiming at one of those goals. Go to outofmortgagebrokering.com slash blueprint to sign up and find out when we'll be in your city. What scared me was, you know, not reaching my goals or failing. But what excites me is the challenge of it. It is definitely not going to be easy. It's going to be challenging. And I love to be challenged. So I'm excited for the challenge. I'm excited to grow as a person and as a broker. And uh, I'm just excited for the journey itself. Want to learn from the top 5% of mortgage brokers in the country? That you have come to the right place. Join Scott Peckford on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation, Scott Peckford here from $100 Million Journey, Episode 1. This is a new project we're working on, and I can tell you we are jacked. It's a video series called The $100 Million Journey, and we're going to apply the best of what we have learned in 160-plus interviews and apply it in real time to my business partner's business with the goal of getting her from $8 million a year in production to $100 million in production. And we're going to video document the ups and downs of what works and what doesn't so that you can hopefully learn and apply it to your business. Over the next 12 months, we're going to be producing two podcast interviews with high producing mortgage pros every month that can help Jules in her journey. We may even introduce a specialist or two, just depending on what we need uh, to help her in her business. Our hope is that you can learn from our mistakes and successes and go out and build the business of your dreams. On this episode, I talked to Jules. She's an amazing business partner. I find out where she got into the business and what she's thinking about when we're doing this whole thing and some of her reservations she has. I think you're really going to dig this and I'm excited to share this with you. This show is sponsored by ClientCaller.com. After 160 plus interviews, I can tell you with absolute certainty, one of the most effective ways to increase your business is to consistently call your past clients. The key word being consistently. I can also tell you that most mortgage pros struggle with this because they get too busy working in their business. Client Caller is an amazing service where a professional calling assistant calls your past clients for you. The cool thing is they use your number on the caller ID, your voice in the voicemail, the callers look like they're sitting in your office. However, all our callers are located in Canada and they love talking on the phone. The feedback from the service has been amazing. You can check out testimonials from real mortgage pros just like you at clientcaller.com. If you're interested in getting set up on this service, visit clientcaller.com and check it out. Hey, Jules, welcome to the show. Hi, Scott. So tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got into the mortgage business. Um, I've been a broker for three years. And uh, before getting into mortgage brokering, I was a server and manager at a restaurant in Kelowna. Knew that I wanted a change and wanted to try something different, but didn't quite know what that looked like yet. I was lucky enough to be approached by a guy who owns a mortgage brokerage in Kelowna, and he offered me a job. So what did he see in you? What did he say? Because you were working there, manager, what did he say in order to kind of, first of all, entice you? And what did he see in you in order to think that you'd be a good fit for mortgages? Yeah, so I served a really large party that he was with that night. And he was really impressed by my personality skills and my organization, how I handled the table and how I treated was everybody all night. Was it a bunch of mortgage night. people? Uh, no, no, just his okay. friends from Kelowna. And so, yeah, he approached me afterwards and just said that he was really impressed by all of those things and thought that I'd be great at this job. And if I wanted a career change, that he had a job waiting for me. 
did you have to think about it to decide to reach out to him or was it just like the next day? Like what, what was that like? Not at all. I was immediately, I was interested. I knew that I wanted a change. I was really, really thinking about what I could possibly do other than serving at that point in time. And so it came at the perfect opportunity and I jumped in for sure. Okay. So did you phone him when, like, just, I'm just trying to get a sense, you know, when you get somebody's phone number, like how long did you wait to call him or did you like... Well, I was actually going away on vacation right when he had uh, approached me. So I went on vacation and actually took some time to think about it while I was gone, okay. even though I had made the decision and called him as soon as I got back. And then what was the time from this meeting that you had with him and then deciding to get into the leaving your previous career and in, into this one? I took the course right away and worked full time while doing the course as well. And uh, when I was finished the course, I started working with him. Right before I wrote my exam, started volunteering with him uh, and another broker that worked for him. Right. This Actually, that's a good point you bring up about the volunteering. So tell me about when you started to do the volunteering, how did that help you in your business? So I think just from taking the course, I could see there was probably a lot that was left out that I still didn't understand about mortgages, and I wanted to make sure that I was prepared. So volunteering was really important for me. Um, I sat in on her client meetings and just saw her day-to-day and how she, what she did throughout the process. Um, so that was hugely beneficial for me when I got my license and I actually got started on my own, really having a better understanding of the systems and processes and, you know, how those client meetings go and things like right, that. They don't teach you any of that. In the, they don't in the teach course. you any of that in the course. They don't. And yeah. so, uh, how many? How, like, how long did you do this volunteering? And like, how many time? Like, would it be for a full day? I'm just trying. To, the reason I'm bringing this up is because anybody who's new, this is, a, and if you don't have a mentor, if you're not plugged in, this is a fantastic way for you to learn the business quickly, right? Because the biggest thing you need to do is see deals, but. If you don't have any, you can't learn. And so, but how often were you going in to do this and how long and what did that look like? Yeah. So before I got my license, I volunteered with her for about two months and I went in for a few hours every day and sat in on client meetings and and watched what she was doing. After I got my license, I continued working with her and I was her kind of assistant throughout that time. And I did that for about six months. I'm sort of part-time assistant while doing my own things. Right. So then you actually did work. So you would get your Mm -hmm. hands on files and understand how they work. And she'd say, hey, we're going to put it here. So you learn the the whole language of putting together loans. It's good. Mm-hmm. After you got trained and you're ready to do your own thing, so then where did you go next to sort of learn the craft of mortgage brokering? So I stayed on with that brokerage and did my own files for the remainder of that year. And then they had a change uh, in the structure of their brokerage. And I had an opportunity to go and work for a different brokerage. A broker who I had really admired and worked with previously was working for CME. And uh, I had the opportunity to start working with him as his underwriter, as well as do my own deals. And how long did you do that for? I did that for about a year and a half. And this is another great piece of advice to somebody. If you get a chance to actually work with a busy a uh, mortgage broker for a while, you can actually pick up a ton of experience. And this is where we kind of, we we connect a few little later on down the story. But when I met you and I knew that you had actually worked for for this guy, Joel, I'll say his name because he doesn't care, but you worked for Joel. And I know that Joel does high volume and kind of complicated stuff. And so I was like, man, if you can work with Joel, then you're going to be awesome. Because like, he's like, it's a, you know, he's he's moving fast. And so tell me about what's, what's, what's one thing you learned from working with Joel? 
So it was an amazing experience. And I'm so, so very lucky to have had the opportunity to do that. The biggest thing for me was that prior to going and working with Joel, I was probably doing one, maybe two mortgages every month, if that. And they were, you know, pretty basic and pretty straightforward uh, files. (laughs) So going to work with Joel, where suddenly I'm working on, you know, 25 to 30 active files at any given time, and very, a lot of them very challenging files that um, forced me to contact all of our lenders to get familiar with all their products and what they offer, what they can and cannot do. Um, it gave me a wide variety of knowledge that I would never have otherwise had. Right. It's one thing to sit down and talk to a lender about their policies. It's another when you actually have a real live person and and their deal and you're like, hey, what do you think of this? Because it sticks. Now the whatever they're telling you, instead of just being a sheet of guidelines, it actually is a real person involved and a paycheck potentially at the end of it. So you pay more, way more attention. So I think that's great. Also it makes it more sticky, that learning, instead of just, you know, pouring over lender guidelines and hoping that it's going to be available in your head when you need it. Totally. Applying practical knowledge. Like it's a huge, very, very different from just reading a sheet of paper. Absolutely. So then that brings us to at the end of that, then you and I connect and we're like, hey, and I'm like, hey, so I, you know, I'm kind of making some transitions in my business and I'd heard good things about you. And then we connected and I'm like, hey, look, maybe we can work something out. And so I was pretty jacked about us working together. And so now how long we've we been working together? Um, since November. So six, seven months now. Yeah. And it's been, like, I, I think it's great. I don't know. What you, I can't put words in your mouth, <laughs> but I think it's been good. And so the cool part is, is now, and this is we both had said at the beginning, we were like, hey, it would be cool to build a hundred million dollar business. And you're like, hey, I'd love to do that. And I was like, I would love to take all the stuff that I've learned from all these people, these smart people, figure out how we can apply it and see if we can build a hundred million dollar business. And you're like, I'm in, of course. And then I'm like, which was totally, but then like threw the curveball and said, oh, by the way, how about we put cameras on you and follow <laughs> the whole thing? And you're like, um, okay, I guess I can do that. And so tell me about what you were thinking when I first told you about this whole, I'm going to, not only we're going to try this crazy thing, but you're also going to, we're going to film you and document it. <laughs> Well, when you first brought it up about the $100 million journey, I was really excited about it. Obviously, that's a very, very challenging goal, and I love to be challenged, and I think it would be so exciting to get my business to the place of $100 million a year. Um, So really excited about that. But yeah, bringing in the film crews and uh, being on camera and doing things like that um, certainly is something that's way out of my comfort zone. So uh, a little scary at first and still taking some getting used to, for sure. Right. You went down to Vancouver. (laughs) recently and you had like the crew with you and it was like what the heck right you know so that's awesome in the first episode that's coming out next week one of the things that we you talk about is your drive and so you one of the there's three things that I've always admired about you I think you have tremendous drive I think you really care about people and I think that you're coachable so in terms of like if we come to you with a good idea you're like yeah let's do it you're just like you're always all in you're so positive and so but the drive you what tell me about where did that drive come from So um, my mom um, got really sick when I was in my early 20s, and the illness that she had took away her ability to do a lot of the things that she loved so much in life. And it was really, really hard for me to watch somebody who I love so much go through that and want nothing more in the world than to be able to do all of these things and just not being able to. And so going through that and watching her uh, go through that struggle made me realize how much I took for granted in this life and how lucky I was 
was to have the ability to do all those things. Mm -hmm. And so it just gave me so much drive to never want to take anything for granted, to always live each and every day to the fullest and do everything to my uh, to my capability and not waste any time. Right. So you're you're very positive and you're always got pedal to the metal. You're like, go, 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 which is awesome. What scares you about what we're doing? So what excites you? I got two questions. So what excites you about it? And what scares you about this? Because it is a, like we're talking hitting $100 million is like, you know, the 0. 0.00, maybe another 0.1% of people actually get there right so um it's pretty audacious but it, mm. it captivates both of our imaginations but so what scares you about it and then what excites you about it so I guess the scariest part about it there's two parts to it one of course is being filmed <laughs> um I think just documenting the journey which I think is also a really good thing um it keeps accountable for it but um, it's, I'm afraid to have people see me fail. I think I'm a total perfectionist. I, I, I don't want to fail. And I think that's probably the scariest part is, you know, having people see my failures and the potential of perhaps not reaching our goal and right. it being documented. <laughs> right. Well, I can tell you that I'm going to do everything I can to help. And we're going to put a team together to make sure that we're, we're there to support what you're doing. And I think you can do it. I think it's going to be work for sure. I don't think it we're, it's not a guarantee, but I think that we have a really good chance at it succeeding. But and it's also the kind of thing that doesn't happen even in 12 months. I mean, it would be be cool if we could do this in 12 months. We'd be like, yeah, what's up? We, you know, we're at the gold chains showing up. Play up. <laughs> it's but, a long journey. <laughs> but it's a long journey. So we can't do that overnight. So what do you think is your biggest obstacle personally? So because you're the leader of the team, right? You're the captain of the ship. You're the quarterback. So what do you think personally is the area you're going to have to like maybe work on or develop in order to support this $100 million quest? So I think the biggest obstacle for sure for me and the only way that we're going to reach $100 million is me letting go of the need to do everything. So I now have this in, <laughs> I now have this in recording because we've talked about this before, before we turn the recorder. And I'm like, so now I can just play this back to you and be like, Jules, remember? <laughs> so... <laughs> But yeah, that's absolutely the, the biggest thing that, that will be an obstacle in my way is not being able to let go and uh, the need to do everything. I have to trust in the process and trust, trust in my in team. team and allow them and allow us to make mistakes and be okay with that and, and learn and, and grow from them. But I have to let go. Right. One of the things I've noticed talking to uh, brokers who kind of hit a certain plateau, whether it's 30, 40 million a year, is what typically prevents them from getting to the next level. So that high drive, that I can do it, I'm going to take control, that personality works really well to a certain point. But then and beyond that, it either either you have to work like a ridiculous number of hours, which both of us agree is not part of like our makeup. Like, hey, you, gotta, you want to have a life outside of work. Or you have to learn to have a team. And the great part about a team is you actually get to support other families. You get to see what, you know, see them achieve some of their dreams that they have for themselves. And so there's cool things that happen uh, when you do have a team. So it's kind of, it's fun, right? Like I'm sure when you go into the office now compared to when you started, what's the difference now having, we started to put this team together for you. What's it like now? Well, it's a whole lot more fun to have a team. Absolutely. We, you know, prior to bringing the team on, I went into the office, closed my door and was alone for 12 hours. <laughs> and now, you know, it's nice to have the interaction with our team and to work together, you know, to reach our goals for sure. Right. And, it, and it makes me not lock myself in the office for 12 hours and, you know, work on underwriting a file. I actually get to do a lot of the things that I love. Right. And one of your strengths also is building relationships with people mm -hmm. and like with not only clients, but referral partners. And so having a team means that the idea is that you have more time 
to invest in those things, right? Like you can spend some time, you know, going out, hey, I'm going to build relationships with these people that we can get business from. Or we were just talking about recently, hey, you're like, hey, maybe we'll do some more construction stuff. So now that you have the team, you can actually put put that a system in place to to get really good and excellent at doing construction mortgages, which is an area that I never really focused on. So mm-hmm. um, I can't really help with that, but uh, <laughs> but I know you guys will figure it out. And then uh, and then we'll just figure out how to market it. Once you have the whole process figured out, we'll figure out the best way to market that so we can get business. I always tell mortgage brokers, the trick is to match your personality to your market opportunity. And so if in your market, like in our market, they, tell me about the construction market in Kelowna right now. Like what do you see as the opportunity there? It's booming. There's a huge amount of construction development going on right now in Kelowna. So there's a great opportunity for. And the mortgages are like, Oh, yeah. And the areas where we're seeing a lot of construction, they are quite large mortgages, large uh, value homes. So, yeah. So it's mm-hmm. totally again, it's it's worth like, hey, they're, you know, big mortgages. So it's worth mm-hmm. getting into. But again, so you match your personality market opportunity. You see it go out, become excellent at that thing and then figure out ways to attract customers that are a good fit. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that I'm excited to do this journey with you. Um, anything that I should have asked you, any last words, any like final thoughts before we wrap up this intro show about the $100 million journey? Well, I'm very excited for the journey as well, Scott. Thank you. I guess one last thing I would say is you asked me what I was afraid of in the journey, but you forgot to ask me what excites me, which I think is the most important oh, part of the yeah, journey. Yeah, well, yeah, I knew that you're <laughs> I knew that you're, this were a good team because I knew you were going to bring this up because I totally forgot to. Okay, so what excites you? What scared me was, you know, not reaching my goals or failing. But what excites me is the challenge of it. It is definitely not going to be easy. It's going to be challenging. And I love to be challenged. So I'm excited for the challenge. I'm excited to grow as a person and as a broker. And uh, I'm just excited for the journey itself. Right. And you know what? You touched on something there. You have to grow as a person because usually the skill set, the wiring that you have sometimes won't support. Like I already mentioned, you won't support that bigger vision and so you're you're but you know that so it's awesome so i'm excited and the first episode's coming out next week so we've already pre-screened it you showed it your family and i showed my kids my kids are like dad you talk with your hands too much <laughs> like, i'm like well i was trying to be like animated otherwise you look flat on tv right so hope you guys can check it out and uh, send us feedback and uh yeah we're doing this for you guys we want you to obviously work the, the idea is that we want to you to learn from our mistakes learn from what works so that hopefully you can go out and build the business that you want whatever that looks like whether it's 25 50 100 or whatever size that is so thanks so much for checking this out and we'll talk to you soon thanks for listening if you like the show please head on over to itunes and leave us a review if you do you'll get three deals in the next week Okay, that's not entirely true, but we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can check out everything at ilovemortgagebrokering.com. See you next week.